the black code of illinois by zabina edwards eighteen eighty three this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Territorial Legislation The Indiana Territorial Legislature passed an act dated September 17, 1807, which is the embryo of our Black Code, with this title, quote, An Act Concerning the Introduction of Negroes and Mulattoes into this Territory, end quote as statute enactments are rather dull reading i will summarize the thirteen sections of this act of eighteen o seven which is the nucleus of our black code into a few sentences the act permits the owner of any negro or mulatto above the age of fifteen to bring him into the territory and within thirty days to register him with the clerk and there make an agreement which is to be recorded section one authorizes the owner of any negro or mulatto of and above the age of fifteen years and owing service and labor as a slave in any state or territory in the united states to bring said slaves into this territory section two provides that the owner of such negro etc might within thirty days go with the same before the clerk of the court of common pleas in the county where the parties reside and agree with the negro or mulatto upon the number of years he or she should serve the master to be recorded by the clerk section three allows the master in case of the refusal of the slave to make such contract to remove him within sixty days into any state or territory if the slave should stand on his new dignity and refuse the master could remove him in sixty days property could be acquired in these registered slaves till males were thirty-five females thirty-two and children born of such should be owned by their master till thirty and twenty-eight section five provides that any person removing into the territory with or should any person acquire a property in such slaves they might hold such slaves to service males to the age of thirty-five females to thirty-two section six made it the duty of the master to register with the clerk their names and ages and they were styled registered or indentured servants section thirteen provided that children born of such indentured parents should serve their masters parentheses owners males until the age of thirty females twenty-eight this continued to be the law of the territory of which illinois was a part in eighteen o nine illinois became a territory of herself and re-enacted the former territorial laws making the act above quoted the law of the illinois territory 
it is this law that is referred to in the constitution quoted and therein somewhat modified this territorial black code with the constitutional modifications became the law by adoption of the state of illinois until she remodeled and enlarged it in eighteen nineteen but the iniquity of the thing was not yet wholly matured under the state law it was simplified and worked up into a system the laws were revised and what had gone before with that which seemed best to have added were codiciled so to speak or made into our code the revision took place in eighteen thirty three it is this revision with the act of eighteen twenty nine where the special elements of slavery come in by which we may characterize it as a slave as well as a black code state legislation act approved march thirtieth eighteen nineteen section one prohibits any black or mulatto person settling or residing in the state without producing a certificate of freedom etc this section was amended and will be referred to again it was the first blow at free negroes it follows the precedent of slave state legislation that gives no place for a negro on our broad domain unless he be a slave in this case that this state shall not be an asylum for those who ran away from oppression there are twenty-five sections to this act and if it were not for the variety of the matter would be very dull reading i have carefully summarized them all it would weary you beyond measure if i were to give these sections entire but you may be assured they will read very well by the side of the blue laws black and blue together section two makes it the duty of all free negroes having families and having a certificate as before provided to register their families with a description of each name age etc section three prohibits any person from bringing any slave into this state for the purpose of emancipating such slave making it a condition for those who do so to give bond in the penal sum of one thousand dollars condition that such slave shall not become a county charge neglecting so to do subjected the offender to a fine of two hundred dollars for each one so emancipated Parentheses, the law was in operation and upon governor coles for emancipating his virginia slaves at edwardsville in eighteen nineteen End parentheses. it was amended in eighteen thirty three so as to allow the emancipator release on giving bonds that the slave should not become a county charge section four requires every black or mulatto except slaves or persons held to service to register his name and his family with their description and the evidences of freedom which shall be recorded by the clerk which certificate of record should be sufficient evidence of freedom except as against the claim of a slave owner 
this was a law altogether to hit the free negro section five forbids any person under a penalty of one dollar and fifty cents a day from hiring or employing such negroes without a certificate of freedom keeping the said free negro out of employment this was amended section ten makes it the duty of masters to provide servants with sufficient food clothing etc a law found necessary in slavery but it is nowhere found necessary to require an owner to give his horse sufficient hay and grain unless on common grounds of cruelty to animals section eleven makes these contracts for services assignable to other persons with consent of servants such assignments to administrators assigns etc thus the property relation is recognized it was a common thing to sell these servants section twelve provides that any servant being lazy disorderly guilty of misbehavior may be whipped upon an order of a justice or refusing to work be compelled by a like process and forfeiting two days to the end of his service for every one in which he so refuses and is whipped up to it and all expenses including whipping be paid by him in labor which would finally have to be whipped out of him section thirteen provides that for the failure of the master's duties or if he is guilty of injuring his servant it must be redressed in the circuit court a pretty hard court for a flogged slave to get access to section fourteen makes all contracts between masters and servants during the time of service void section fifteen makes it the duty of the circuit court at all times to hear complaints of servants being citizens here is a difference against masters for immoderate correction or on complaints of masters against servants for desertion etc there was a slave law in slave states that absolved a master from punishment if the slave died under moderate correction there seems to be some protection to the negro in these sections but we shall see that in the act concerning practice in the courts in capital r laws page five thirty six it provides that a person having one-fourth negro blood shall in no case be a witness against a white person section sixteen provides that if any servant shall lawfully acquire property during the time of service such property shall be for his own use and the master is compelled to care for him when sick and lame until his term expires under penalty of thirty dollars for use of the county parentheses, mercy here again somewhat strained parentheses. section seventeen forbids any negro or indian from purchasing any servant other than of their own color and makes such contract void parentheses if this law had been extended to white persons it might have put a new face on servant hire in parentheses section eighteen forbids any person to hire 
or to buy sell receive of to or from any servant or slave any coin or commodity without consent of the master under a forfeiture of four times the value of the article sold or given parentheses a dollar given in goodwill on christmas would involve a forfeiture of four dollars in parentheses it also provides that at the expiration of the term the clerk shall give a certificate which shall indemnify any person for thereafter hiring section nineteen provides that in all cases of penal acts where free persons are punishable by fine servants shall be punished by whipping and the rate given twenty lashes for every eight dollars the rate of the currency being forty cents a lash unless the offender procures another person to pay his fine Parentheses we see from the above with all power of contract gone and buying and selling prohibited what little chance the person has of lawfully acquiring property or what chance he may have of paying off a penalty for which the white loafer pays eight dollars while the black must settle it at the rate of twenty lashes for every eight dollars we can see no reasonableness in this except that like the skinning of eels they didn't mind it because they were used to it and parentheses section twenty provides that at the expiration of his service every servant may have his freedom recorded etc section twenty one provides that if any slave or servant shall be found at a distance of ten miles from the tenement of his master without a pass it shall be lawful for any person to apprehend and carry him or her before a justice by whose order he or she may be whipped not exceeding thirty-five lashes Parentheses, how much thirty-five lashes means there is no way to tell unless someone tries it having them well laid on in parentheses section twenty two provides that if any slave or servant shall presume to come and be upon the plantation or at the dwelling of any person whatever without leave of his or her owner not being sent on lawful business parentheses it is pretty hard to tell just here in this muddle of law what is lawful business for a slave in parentheses the owner of such plantation or dwelling may give such servant or slave ten lashes on the bare back section twenty three provides that riots routs unlawful assemblies trespasses and seditious speeches by any slave or slaves servant or servants may be punished at the discretion of a justice and whoever will may apprehend such persons and bring them before the justice Parentheses, this mr whoever will becomes a constable there may be a black crowd perhaps of one more than three jolly persons and at the lead of one white villain they may be brought before a justice 
and he the only witness of their evil plotting or riotous conduct negroes will sometimes laugh boisterously and not one of them can say a word of defense or explanation or affirm that they were not engaged in their spiritual devotions but they must bear their backs to whatever flagellation the justice may discretionally inflict in parentheses we have a vague notion that the ordinance of eighteen eighty seven had something to say to the effect that slaves should not be on this soil to tempt the lash of the justice also that the constitution has something to say in regard to offenses trial by jury and about unreasonable arrests and that punishments should be in proportion to offenses and not according to the amount of whiskey that had been imbibed section twenty four imposes a fine of twenty dollars upon any person who suffers or permits slaves or servants of color to the number of more than three to assemble in any house yard or shed parentheses pasture and woodlot ought to have been added in parentheses for the purpose of reveling night or day parentheses fun as well as mischief is here discouraged by the righteous law this is a law for white men and they come in for some share of the penalty in giving any countenance to the effervescent demonstrations of the colored person's right to be a man in parentheses section twenty five makes it the duty of all coroners sheriffs judges and justices who see or know of any such assemblage immediately to commit such persons to jail and on proof have them whipped parentheses, whipped for having a jolly time in parentheses, not exceeding exceeding how much thirty-nine lashes on the bare back the very next day unless it should be sunday then the whipping was to come off monday parentheses, swift and pious justice every black crowd of more than three for having a jolly night of it might be tolerably sure of a thirty-nine lash flogging the very next day unless it was done on the slave's favorite night for a good time saturday night then they might be sure of the sabbath's rest and contemplation in jail of what should come on monday which might be called a red day one is perplexed which to admire most the philanthropy of this law or its piety as is indicated by its reverence for the lord's holy day in parentheses these several last sections seem like a transcript of the slave codes of louisiana or south carolina the people of those days in illinois must have lived in mortal fear of an insurrection of their numerous slaves possibly there may have been an awakening of conscience to have made cowards of them all end of the black code of illinois by zabina edwards eighteen eighty three read for librivox by sue anderson